This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. in the National Football League. Lachmas coming up next hour as well. Ken Barkley's entire card for college football this weekend. Absolutely can't wait for that. And one hour from now, it's the power hour with the big old ass. The big ass power hour. All our bets, side and total analysis, week four NFL Sunday, with all the updated injury information as it comes in in real time. And we appreciate everyone that's watching the show right now on Stadium, who's carrying us now 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern on weekdays. WatchStadium.com, YouTube TV, Roku, Amazon, Fubo TV, Samsung TV Plus, Tubi, and more. We will be live on Sirius and XM Satellite Radio starting on Monday, carrying all four hours. Sirius 217, XM. 205. Uh, let's transition, Ken, from football to football and get some soccer bets from our good friend Anthony DeBundo. He's done an awesome job since we've started having him on the show on a weekly basis giving out soccer bets. Anthony is on Twitter at Anthony DeBundo. He does great work for our friends over at the Action Network, and you got to check out his soccer betting podcast, Wonder Goal. Wunderbar. Wonder Goal, courtesy of our pal Anthony DeBundo. Anthony, welcome back to You Better You Bet. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? It's going well. Uh, my hot streak uh, came to an end last week, unfortunately. I had, had a losing weekend, which is always unfortunate. But you know what? We're on to the next. And uh, I'm excited for this weekend. It's uh, a couple of really good matches uh, scheduled on Saturday, especially. Anthony, why don't we start in the EPL? That's obviously for people who haven't seen this interview before. That's where we spend most of our time, and we've had a lot of success. Uh, Liverpool Spurs. What are we looking at in this match? Yeah, so uh, I have not bet anything yet here. I'm waiting on some injury news, potentially for Tottenham. Uh, we're, we're still unsure of the status of James Madison and whether or not he's going to play. I think he's a really important piece for Spurs. He's been their main creator in that number 10 role. And given the lack of shots they have surrounding Sun right now, his creativity is, is critical. He set up both goals in the match against Arsenal last weekend. And so I'm waiting a little bit. Now, he did train uh, on Friday this morning. So, you know, the signs are pointing toward him playing. And if so, I think Tottenham's a little undervalued, plus a half, minus 135 out there. Uh, I think that, you know, Liverpool, as improved as they are, their defensive metrics remain very pedestrian. And I think they've, they've embarked on this strategy to outscore everyone and be just the best attack in the league, which they have been to this point in the season. But again, I think as a road favorite, they're a little vulnerable here. One thing I am worried about for Spurs, Arsenal didn't really test Tottenham in transition. Arsenal is very... Uh, slow in their build-up, didn't really do a ton. Liverpool's going to really try to exploit that with Spurs being so aggressive on the ball. So it will be a fascinating tactical matchup. Do expect a bunch of goals here, uh, and I do think Tottenham is a little undervalued. I have this closer to a pick with, uh, you with know, the line, assuming Madison plays, so I'm going to take the Spurs plus a half uh, at home. 
And the uh, the North London Derby, a certified banger last week with Arsenal and Tottenham. Hopefully we see a similar game in terms of quality with Liverpool and Tottenham coming up this weekend. Uh, Anthony, uh, I don't know if it was a certified banger last weekend for fans and backers of uh, of Sheffield United, who got octopused by Newcastle, losing literally 8-0. Newcastle beating Sheffield 8-0 last week. Now it's going to be West Ham taking on uh, taking on Sheffield. West Ham obviously is favored in the game. Total 2.5 at BetMGM juiced way over. Any plays here for West Ham and Sheffield? Well, it's funny. Just seven days ago, I gave out under three in the Newcastle-Sheffield game. Probably the worst bet I'll make all year. Uh, and it's funny because I, I, I was driving to meet friends to watch uh, football, the NFL version, uh, and I, you know, checked the score nil nil after 20 minutes. I was like, oh yeah, we're feeling real good here. Under three. All of a sudden, I checked again. It was three nil at half. So uh, things can turn quickly. Newcastle definitely exposed some some weaknesses in Sheffield United, but uh, the Blades have still been outside of that match a decently good defensive team, uh, defending very deep in their penalty area and taking away space in the box. And we've seen West Ham time and time again thus far this season playing matches where they've been the defensive side. They've been the team that's given the other side possession and hit them on the break. We have not seen West Ham be an effective team at breaking down opposing low blocks. And that's been a real struggle for them. I think it's going to be a struggle for them in this match. West Ham has continued to take money, as you'd expect, after Sheffield loses by eight. The market, I think, has overreacted just a little. So I'm coming back on Sheffield. Um, plus one at plus money is fine. Plus one and a half, you want to lay a little bit of juice. Uh, up to minus 150 is fine as well. Uh, I just think that, you know, this game, West Ham has quietly had a pretty shaky defensive start. It's very unusual for them. I think that could make them vulnerable uh, in this matchup. So uh, I did take some blades. Uh, let's hold our nose and hope they don't lose by eight. I mean, the, the team nicknames sometimes are just hilarious, too, where I'm just like, who who is this? And they're like, oh, okay, I got it. Uh, even like Liverpool Spurs, people are like, what? Wembenyama? Uh, Fulham Chelsea. Anthony, what are we looking at here? Well, Nick, uh, your Blues did everything right except score against Villa last week. No, no. Uh, three one-on-ones with Emmy Martinez. Uh, three ch- three golden opportunities to score. Finish but, hey, none we, of them. We got off, we got off the Schneid midweek in the in the uh, in the League Cup though against Brighton. You gotta love that. Oh, that's one nil win, my guy. My namesake, Nicholas Jackson, with the goal in that game. So maybe maybe some good times rolling into the weekend, Anthony, or or maybe not. Please continue. Well, uh, you know, Jackson scored. They beat you know rotated Brighton. Good win for them. But Jackson is now suspended for the weekend match against Fulham on Monday night. So he will be unavailable due to yellow card accumulation. And, and it really gets down to this dire situation where as much money as Chelsea has spent, the only striker that they have at the club is Jackson. And now he's out. And I think it's going to be really hard for, uh, you know, Fulham has transitioned a little bit this year uh, and started to play a little bit less open. You know, they had Mitrovic last year. They could just cross it to Mitrovic. And they had a very good attack, a very open defense. This year, without him, I think Silva has kind of adjusted them and kind of turned the dial back a little bit to the more defensive approach. Uh, and as a result, I, I did bet some under two and a half here on Monday night. And I also like both teams to score no, uh, because I think this Fulham attack had this year's Chelsea still elite defensively. Everybody's joking they can't score, they can't score. They've quietly been the third best defense in the league. Uh, so the defense is, is fine, the system is fine, it's just the finishing. Eventually the finishing will come back. I just don't think this is the match with Jackson out and, and all the other issues they've had creating those big chances. And that's what Mauricio Pochettino, like the manager of Chelsea, keeps saying. Like, we're really good. We just need to score goals. The problem, of course, is that they don't. 
So hopefully that'll start happening for my favorite team, Chelsea, as we move along this season. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday. Getting soccer picks from the weekend with our pal Anthony DeBundo of the Wonder Goal podcast. Anthony on Twitter, at Anthony DeBundo. Anthony, uh, this game coming up on Saturday morning like should be really awesome. Like two teams towards the top of the table. Brighton in third. Aston Villa right now in sixth. Uh, so this should be really, really fun. Total in the game is three and a half, so a lot of goals expected here. Villa about plus 150 at home. Brighton about plus 145 on the road, so a really, really, really small favorite. The draw about plus 280. Uh, bets here, please, for Aston Villa and Brighton. Yeah, 7.30 a.m. Eastern. Usually we get a sneezer in the early window. This time we got a banger, so I'm excited to get up early tomorrow morning and then tune in for this one. Uh, you know, I think we saw last week, Villa went to Chelsea, and they're going to play that really, really high line, and if you're able to time up the passes and have the passing quality in your midfield – you can get in behind and get very big scoring chances against Villa. We saw Liverpool do it. We saw Newcastle do it. We saw Chelsea do it. Chelsea didn't score any of those chances, but they did create over one and a half expected goals. And I think this is a similar situation with Brighton, who has uh, excellent runners in behind, really good passers in midfield. Uh, and I think they are the kind of team, when Aston Villa has gone up in weight class this year into the, against the big boys, they have struggled defensively. And I think that's the biggest takeaway from this matchup. I have a, a bet on Brighton, John Obet. We're going to back my goals once again. Uh, I bet against them last week and lost, so you know, it's on me. But this week we're back on the Brighton train. I think they're a little cheap here as a pick them. I bet them drawing a bet minus 110. Anthony, we'll do, uh, we'll do where in the world to close in a minute, but we still have a few minutes left. Anything else in the Premier League this weekend that's interesting, an angle that you're thinking about? doesn't even have to be a bet that you've put in necessarily yet, but just you know, you've been killing it. We get notes from a lot of people that listen to the show, like this is the guest segment that they actually refer, like not the NFL stuff, like, oh, Anthony actually won all his soccer bets. Anything else in the EPL before we, we take our tour around the globe here a little bit? Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to watch Manchester United, not necessarily from a betting perspective, uh, but I have a wager that I'm like dying to bet for Saturday's game. Uh, they play Crystal Palace tomorrow, but you're starting to see United get healthier a little bit. They're getting uh, Mason Mount back in the midfield. They're getting Sophie and Amrabat back. Uh, they do have Rafael Varane and back as a center back. They did lose Martinez, uh, their other center back. He's had a setback, so he's going to miss a lot of time now. But I am interested to see if United can get better in the second phase of attack. Like, the okay, we got the ball to our midfield. Now can our midfield do anything? Because they have had no success in the midfield all year. And I know it was just a League Cup match against Palace and the backups on Tuesday. But the midfield that they played was very good and very functional and, and effective at getting the ball to their excellent attack. So, I'm really interested to see what United looks like. I think, you know, they've been really bad. They were lucky to beat Burnley last weekend, and, you know, their defense is still an issue. But I, I think, you know, there are better times ahead for United in terms of goal scoring and, and midfield production because you, you've seen maybe some signs. So it's going to be a really good test. Palace, excellent defensively, always uh, should be a good match. Uh, excited to watch that one. And then, you know, maybe learn something about United and if they're turning the corner or not. Ken, you ready to sing with me? Uh, sure, which part do you want me to do? You want me to do the All first right. part or I the bass? Well, we'll just do it together. You could you could do uh, harmony for me, right? Ready? Where in the world <laughs> in the is world. Anthony DeBondo? Where is he? <laughs> All right, uh, Anthony, uh, somewhere in Europe, Anthony, to give us like the esoteric like soccer bet of the weekend in Europe. Uh, could be any of the big leagues or, or otherwise. Where in the world, Anthony, are you this weekend? It, it's funny because the bet that I almost gave last weekend uh, was Feyenoord against Ajax. And the fans rioted early in the second half, and the match was abandoned. So that was uh, – and they had to play the last 30 minutes behind closed doors. That would have been a hell of a match for me to have given out, uh, finally getting Ajax. But this week we're going to go to Leipzig, Germany. It's the German top spiel, as they say, uh, the top match of the weekend. 
the uh, Leipzig hosting Bayern Munich. Leipzig is about to embark on the toughest week in world football. They're going to host uh, they're going to host Bayern on Saturday, then they're going to host Man City in the Champions League on Wednesday. So, hell of a week coming for Marco Rosa's side, a team that if you listen to our Wonder Girl podcast, I am continually higher than than uh, than market is, and I think they're undervalued here. You can get them win or draw minus one ten. I think they're getting a result here at home against the Bayern team. As much as they've been a flat track bully this year, they have had problems in their build up play, and I think it's going to be exposed in this match. Should be a good one, expecting like a two two ten draw. Anthony, we appreciate it. Great stuff as always. Anthony on Twitter at Anthony DeBundo. His work over at the Action Network, actionnetwork.com, and the Soccer Betting Podcast is Wonder Goal. Uh, enjoy the games this weekend, Anthony. Good luck with the bets. We'll catch up with you next week. Oh, yeah, and go Orange tomorrow. They win against they, Anthony. Anthony. As Anthony, well, we'll see about that. Anthony Syracuse alum, cheer, always cheering on his uh, his orange. Uh, soccer bets there from our pal Anthony DeBundo, which takes us to the end of hour number two of this phenomenal football Friday. Coming up next hour, we will begin the big-ass power hour. Side total, all our thoughts for week number four in the National Football League. Lockmas is coming up as well. Ken's entire college football card for the weekend, but we'll start the hour on the other side with our pal Brad Evans from Live on the Line. All his prop bets coming up week four in the NFL.